What's going on, everybody? You clearly have good taste because you are locked in to Sky's the Limit Radio. To hear all of this wonderful content live as it goes down, simply go to Facebook and type in STLR Media TV. That's STLR Media TV. You can also catch us live as it goes down on the app TuneIn Radio under STLR Media. Do that. Thank me later. Sky's the Limit Radio, baby. doing it all day who cares what's going on people you know what time it is it's 12 30 on the dot 1231 if you've got a metro or a cricket phone that's not my fault i don't say are we early or are we late uh nah i think we're uh, we're we're on that johnny christ thing you know are we on johnny time again yeah, I may not come when you want me to, but I'm always on time. <laughs> the damn skippy on at least, that one. at least for you, right? That's right. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Suncoast on Point, the only news source that's actually credible. That actually is good, and more importantly, we are the only news source that holds both sides accountable because that is what everybody not only requires but demands, and I think you should totally be able to do so. I do, too. That's right. Doesn't matter what side of the field that you're on, we got something for you. Got a busy, busy last couple of days. Holy crap, it's been Hello, nuts. guys. So if you want to introduce me. <laughs> oh, I haven't gotten to that point. But beforehand, I'm Johnny. That's my sidekick, Tommy. Tommy, for those of you who don't know and looking, for those of you just joining us for the first time, former retired Florida Highway Patrol and former sheriff. Wonderful deputy. deputy sheriff deputy. I didn't say that you were the sheriff. I said you were a de- you know a sheriff deputy. I need to get some badges because that'd be cool. I want to be a deputy, an honorary deputy for the day. <laughs> it's crazy. I would um, be afraid how you would use a badge. You ain't lying. <laughs> you ain't lying. Um, so we're going to kick this thing right on off now. I'm sure it's been a tiresome subject because. It's just been drilled into everybody's head. But we're going to give you the actual facts and statistics over here, all right? Conservative podcaster and I believe they call it a America conservative advocate. I don't even know what that means. Ben Shapiro finds himself in hot water over words that he chose to use on Thursday's edition of the Ben Shapiro show. Oh. That was disheartening, but boy, they are they are trying to swing for the fences on this one. So well, me I, being me. Well, well, that's because Ben Shapiro is like such a major thorn in their side. He really <laughs> is. Um, you know, that and for people who don't know Ben Shapiro, you either love that man or you think he is the worst thing on the planet and you wish untimely death against him. Yeah, I, we, I, I don't. But. If you've never listened to the gentleman, please take it. You know, take a time with a little bit of an open mind and listen to some of his comments because some of the stuff is. I don't say I agree with everything, which I never agree with everything. But sure, some of the stuff he says makes a little bit of sense. Well, yeah, it does. <laughs> um, so this was part of the things he had said regarding Megan Rapino. Um, very, very polarized. Very media spectacular. Megan Rapino from the U.S. women's soccer team. Stand by. Megan Rapino has basically been since 2016 doing the Colin Kaepernick routine, getting famous off the off the radical left social justice stuff that she has been pushing. And that's the reason why she's really being celebrated today. Not because she's a terrific soccer player, which she apparently is, but because she is a, an outspoken lesbian, because she is a very outspoken SJW on so-called equal pay issues, even though, again, she's not really stumping for equal pay. She's stumping for disproportionate pay for women on the basis of media coverage, effectively. And she has become this sort of 
obnoxious advocate for her position. The reason I call it obnoxious is because, I'm sorry, but if you go to University of Portland on scholarship for women's soccer and then you're whining about this country, shut up. Hey, really, this is a pretty great country when you get to go to college for free because not only do you kick a ball, you kick a ball in a sport people pretend to care about once every four years. Yeah, so there was that. And I don't think that was the most telling um, that the most telling piece, to be completely honest with you, because also on that same edition of the Bench Barrow show, he played an interview with Mega Rapino that was done on MSNBC and Mega Rapino kind of wielded herself into a corner here by basically and blatantly admitting how to fix the quote unquote, the equal pay issue have a listen it's immediately following the final whistle you get that usa usa chant but equal pay equal pay along that same cadence yeah. i think fans want to know what they can do to support that fight fans can come to games um obviously the national team games uh-huh. will be a, a hot ticket um yep. but we have nine teams in the nwsl you yep. can go to your league games mm-hmm. um you can support that way mm-hmm. you can um you know buy players jerseys yep. you can lend your support in that way you can tell your friends about mm-hmm. it you can become season ticket holders right but that wasn't enough <laughs> and mr so, shapiro instantly fired back with so this she's saying support support the sport okay, yeah i got you he instantly fired back with this gem. Um, I think in terms of, of that, that's the, the easiest way for, for fans to get involved. Oh, you mean that fans can actually create the economic incentives for you to get paid more? You mean that capitalism can actually raise your pay? <laughs> I don't want to be a prick, but the man's not wrong with <laughs> that. I'm just like, okay, cool. Um, he has come under a lot, a lot of fire over the last 24 hours. According to The Hill, there was this big old uproar. It says conservative commentator Ben Shapiro on Thursday made the same comments that we just played for you, the exact same verbatim, only they wrote it in transcript. Shapiro defended comments on Thursday, then lashed out at the left-leaning online publication Media Matters, saying it's an internationally misrepresented a representation on his comments he also uh, and quoted by media matters every word or correction ben shapiro said this to media matters and was quoted every word i say here is true end quote shapiro wrote on his 2.2 million followers I say that she's getting contracts and publicity because of her politics and because of her great talent. We all heard that. He did not he did not downplay her as as an athlete at all. No. And then he goes on to say which is why she's being discussed on places like MSNBC rather than ESPN alone. Basically Basically suggesting that because she's taken such a forceful stand, as opposed to the White House, as opposed to Trump, as opposed to everything, that more people like uh, CNN and MSNBC are more willing to interview her and highlight her because of her strong take on, say, you know, equal pay and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, I I believe we had this conversation, but I mean, it kind of goes back to the the point that, you know, hey, if you're representing the United States – and you're representing the U.S. as a country, you know, then some of the stuff that I say and that she does, I have problems with. Uh, not doing the, the, the Pledge of Allegiance for the flag and sure. all the kneeling stuff. I mean, you know, you're representing not just your little slice of the world. You're representing the whole country. I mean, you know, and then that's where I have my issues with a lot of that thing. Same thing with, like, not going to the White House because I just don't believe, you know. Okay. It, it, yeah, I mean, that's sort of a – Yeah, well, but I'm saying, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that you could do. But also – you know, when you go back to talking about damn right, equal equal pay, right? You know, you know, believe it or not, you know, everything's kind of profit driven, and if you don't believe that, I mean, well, you, sure, you, you've got to be able to put you know seats in the um, butts in the seats to watch the games to make more money to have more money to pay the players. Well, absolutely, <laughs> and there were people instantly took to Twitter on this, you know, people from places like media matters, which for those of you who don't know who media matters is media matters is a far leftist website and they get their rocks off ruining 
or trying to ruin the careers of conservatives and people on the right. People like um, Laura Ingram, Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson. Basically, if you disagree with them, they're coming for yeah. you, but they're not going to out you. They're just going to contact your sponsors and tell you to pull. So, yeah, that, 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 that's the game they play. They they they. they Try to get everybody's sponsorships snatched away from them. Exactly. So uh, Jason Campbell, who works at Media Matters, instantly took to Twitter and said, Ben Shapiro says that Megan Rapino is getting soccer attention because she's a very outspoken lesbian. Okay. Now, to his accord, he did quote her him verbatim. He did say that. Um, but she has also never hi- hidden her sexual orientation. Oh, all. of course not. I mean, so, he I mean, slapped so- his girl. I mean last year or the last time that they were in uh, the finals that he slapped, you know, that she slapped her girl on the ass, who is a notoriable WNBA player. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah, I don't yeah, give a shit. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saying though, she, it's not like, you know, it's a hidden thing. She, she's pretty much out there with, with her sexual orientation and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's not like saying it's not a shock as to what he was saying. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, Oh, we're talking about uh, Ben Shapiro there, Connor. Yes, Ben Shapiro. Um, so I took all of the nonsense out of it. I took out every single piece of media that is out here about this, and I did some real facts. And the numbers that I'm about to read to you are not only from the USS um, A, which is the United Soccer Association. United States Soccer Association. Yeah. But also, these are the FIFA numbers. These are the FIFA numbers, and then we'll break it down even further. Explain FIFA. FIFA is, this is the company that puts on the World Cup. Yeah. The Men's World Cup, the Females uh, World Cup. That's, that they, the, that's the international organization, yep. correct? Okay. In, in 2019, which was just a couple weeks ago, the Women's World Soccer Cup. Drew attendance wise throughout the entire tournament one million and fifty three zero ninety six. All right. Okay, so we're like one point five million. Yeah, one point five million. All right. Some other things. They were in a stadium that held fifty nine thousand. Yeah, and I believe they were in France, correct? They were in France. The final match the final match of the final card drew. 57,000. So they were just a couple shy of filling the stadium. Of filling the stadium. Okay. That is nothing. That is nothing to bat an eye at. I no. promise you. And soccer is huge in Europe. Soccer is proven to be more internationally famous than it is here in the States. Right. So then I decided, okay, let's see what last year's Men's World Cup. Same company, FIFA. It was in Russia. They were in a stadium for the final match. That had 60,000 seats. Okay, so just a little bit of a difference. All right. Yeah, not much, like 1,000 yeah. seats. They sold out, correction, their final attendance of the final game was 58,727. So just a little bit, okay? That, we'll give credit where credit's due. Okay. Overall, 2018 total attendance for the Men's World Cup. Three million and thirty-one, seven hundred and sixty-eight. So double. So roughly, pretty much double what the women's was. All right. So not that big of a deal, right? Okay. Perhaps. So I decided to take it just a step further. <clears throat> and what do you mean that these numbers don't warrant the same as men's World Cup numbers? Well, and you are correct. So we took it from a local level. All right. I took Megan Rapino. She is part of. The the NW the NWSL that's the National Women's Soccer League. All right, her team is um, the Rain or the South Carolina Rain. All right, this is Megan Rapinoe's team locally. Nosebleed seats twenty five dollars, and that is for the game happening in August via their website. So I took some jack off. From the 2008 men's team of FIFA. And he plays for a team called uh, DC United. His name is Alex Palmer or something like that. Okay. All right. I don't know. 
I don't watch soccer. But I'm saying this for a reason. Nosebleed seats for a DC United game. These are nosebleed seats. $65. So. And, wh- and where was that at? Where was the actual stadium? Did you get that? The $25 nosebleed that was on their home field. Okay. Uh, Mega Rapinos home field. As well as DC United's home field. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying is that is that in the United States? Or yep, is that, okay. that is that that is United States. One's in South Carolina, the other is in um, Washington D.C. Okay. Again, I don't give a flying shit about soccer. I care about as much about soccer as I care about polo. But no horses for you, okay? <laughs> but but damn it, if we can't be somewhat intellectually responsible about things. Why? Why, 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 somebody is some, somebody explain to me what the big hubbub is about these freaking ladies and they're over there and they're just being absolutely obnoxious. So not all of them, not all of them, but the majority is all right. You look at somebody who's got some goddamn credibility like Serena Williams. Serena Williams is quite arguably the greatest tennis player in the United States. Bar none. You find me one person better and I'll tell you you're full of shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, even she'll admit she can't beat a Roger Federer. Right. Okay. There are plenty of sports where women excel beyond men. Volleyball, figure skating, tennis. And this is on the U.S. level, all right? Right. All right. Now, you blow that on up to the world and it may be a much different picture. But to sit there and make ignorant comments that have been going on, like my personal feed, I literally, I can screenshot this and, and show each and every last one of you. Somebody actually had the balls to say, the men do more because people come to see the other team. They don't come to see them. What the hell type of shit is that? I don't give a damn who they come to, you know, come to see. If you get your ass up and you pay for a damn ticket, who gives a fuck? Really? Right. But... But but everybody's quick to hold, you know to hop on the the women's soccer team is popular. Well, they'll be popular until the next well, they, well, big po- thing comes around. Well, they're very popular right now because they just won the World Cup and it's like a back to back thing. So it's a big thing because the men's team hasn't won in years, I believe. I don't know how when the last time the men's team won, but well, exactly. And uh, you know, and, and and hats off and kudos to them. I mean, it's not an easy sport. But every media outlet will be the same as far as their overall facts, and the overall facts is is that. The money is compiled, one, of revenue, and two, of sponsorship. Right. Sponsorship actually outdoes the revenue, believe it or not. Yes. But nobody can tell us, no news outlet can tell us which team gets more sponsors, well, they, which I think that is a very telling piece. Are, are, are they doing it? Because I, like, I know in the NFL, to use that example, I, I do know this, I know the NFL puts a lot of their money into a big pool. Right. And they dole out the money from the pool. That's why. Yeah. Th- that's why you know, like the New England Patriots. Oh yeah. Or say Atlanta. I mean, you got to get the Dallas Cowboys. The, yeah. The, the huge. Exactly. The mega teams. Sure. You know, they make a lot more money than say the Carolina Panthers or some of the smaller. You know, and I say smaller teams. Don't don't take that wrong. But I mean, the, the difference between the fan bases. Well, sure. I mean. And everybody has at their highs and lows. For those of you who have been living into, uh, no, Connor, I did not see what any other country was because I look at it as that's kind of like irrelevant because that's what the big hubbub is, is that the women's team draws more than the men's team. Okay, well, if you take each individual player of the U.S. women's soccer team, these are players composited of all the teams in the National Women's Soccer League. I know. I know. In uh, so I question, t- I do know this much. In England, that that good is, luck. That is a that is like the thing. I mean, they actually have pure fights in the street. Oh yeah, Manchester United oh, and Liverpool. Gosh. That is a damn highway shooting. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a riot. Them fans that, are that, mean. That's a riot waiting on a place to happen, and they are. I mean, in like so, like I said, I know like in in England and some of those countries. I mean, it is like the thing. <laughs> I saw a video from a lady entitled "The Factual Feminist." Just because I get bored, don't read into it. Um, and she brought up a very good point, 
which I think would definitely be um, something that nobody will say publicly, but if they want equal pay, that's the way to do it. You make a co-ed soccer team. If everybody's really is good, and that's what everybody's pushing right now, people like the Washington Post, the Hill. Right. You know, that had, the one idiot had that post that says, skill level has no gender. And then blatantly quoted that these women have every bit of skill as the men. Prove it. Let's see what's going on. Well, that goes back to what we said last week about when I said, you know, the little team from Dallas, the little boys team was like 14 or 15, beat the, the World Cup champions now. You know, put that into, put well, that into perspective now. That's- well, exactly. that, And we talked about that, and, <laughs> and, and I'll double down on that, that I believe that, one, they probably weren't playing. They were probably dicking off, and they probably let the boys win. Maybe. I get that. But most, of, but most of them, it's kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters deal. I mean, if people remember the Harlem Globetrotters, you know. But they they had the what the Washington you were totally dating yourself. Yeah, but the Washington. Well, the idea behind it is like they had like the Washington Sentinels or whatever the name of the other team. Oh yeah, was. yeah. Okay, like the Tampa Bay Storm. Well, no, but I mean they had their own team that went with them. Yeah. Okay. What they never did bother to tell anybody was that the team that was on the other side that was playing against the Globetrotters. Right. Those guys were were actually one that was kind of like their recruiting team for the Globetrotters. Right. Number two is that team actually went out and played some like NBA teams. Sure. As a farce. Right. And they beat them all. Hmm. And there's there's not, you know, they, they were actually they said they were actually that good. Well, well, <laughs> and believe me that I definitely look forward to seeing what will happen. Hopefully this will be the last time we have to bring it up. Um so like will, I said, if equal work, equal pay. You know, if you're doing the same it. job and you're in an you office complex or something like if that, you're bringing in the same amount of money. Guess what? E- I don't have a leg to stand on. Equal, equal, equal work, equal pay. I mean, if you legitimately are in whatever the business is, the industry is, or whatever sure. it is, and it's the same job and it's the same, <laughs> then it doesn't matter. Hey, I'm all for everybody you, should get the same amount of money. You are correct. So switching gears on to actually a topic that we haven't talked about too too much in the last couple uh last couple of days because oh mr trump has decided to kind of take a step back and not get too all all jacked up but apparently he didn't like people were razzing him giving him a hard time giving him shit so he wanted to block him and that's not happening a a news station out of state reported on what the federal court ruled in favor of President Trump being able to block his critics. So in a nutshell, what the court said is President Trump, because he's using his Twitter account publicly, can't ban critics. So if someone has a different point of view than the president, he can't block them from his Twitter handle because that violates the First Amendment. Ah. All right. And so how does this, will this go across the board now for for others in Congress or is it just like on a one-person basis right now for the president. So the court was really careful to say this applies to the president's Twitter account. What they did is they analyzed his account. There were arguments made by the president's legal team that he was using his account as a private citizen. And the court rejected that and said, no, in this case, with respect to the president, he's clearly using his Twitter uh, account as a public forum. I cannot. I repeat. I can't disagree with that. Well, the thing about it is, with the next part about it, they he's said a is, public figure. Yeah, but here's the next thing about it. They, you, I don't know if that, they continued on, but they also said in that ruling because I actually read part of the ruling. I, I didn't read the whole thing because sure. It's, but the, the ruling actually wound up saying that you know once he becomes a private citizen, it goes back to be a private account. Yeah. But the funny thing about this is, is right after this ruling got done, guess who got sued? Who got sued? AOC. Because somebody had blocked them, so they just sued her in federal court. I'm talking about within hours of this ruling, and they're saying that she will lose the lose the thing because she's using her Twitter account the same way the president is. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, I mean, so in essence, what it says is, if you're going to be a public figure, make sure you got your private account and your your public yeah. account. <laughs> well, if you break it down. And from the lowest level, you know, which is people like me, who's a nobody, I get it, you know, to the highest, obviously the highest person of Donald Trump. If you wield yourself into the public eye, not everybody's going to disagree and not everybody's going to agree. That's correct. Why are people flipping out? We have a guy who works for your damn company, for God's sakes. And because he corrected a public politician. Yes. Got banned. 
got banned from Twitter. I'm like, come on. Facebook police got him too. But yet, but yet that you could go on anybody's social media right now and everybody is a is a goddamn political genius. Everybody's got the wor- you know, that the problems to world hunger and racism and everything under the damn sun. And when somebody says something that they don't like, bam, click. Done. Well, we've quit talking to one another. That, that's the biggest problem. Yeah, but what is Facebook? Facebook in and itself is a public forum. Yeah, and that's that's one thing that I love about Facebook. Facebook always cries the screen that they're private, they're private, they're private. But my question to them is that they're in they're so ingrained into public the public now. Right. That I mean, you know, I, I'm being I've been real amazed. I'm still waiting for it. Somebody's going to sue Facebook, and they're going to do it. Th- the proper way, and all of a sudden you're going to see Facebook have to act like a news broadcasting station where they have to give equal time to all parties and all sides and all. I know, screw that shit. And they can't. Not about it. They can't turn around and ban somebody because they say, oh, it violates our so and so because they're going to run into First Amendment constitutional arguments. And, you know, they're they're going to wind up with that kind of thing. Yeah, well. And and why it hasn't been done, I don't know. Just somebody just hasn't put the right case together to do it. Civil discourse amongst humans is how we function. Right. I've said it publicly. I'll say it publicly on this airwave if you disagree with anything that i have to say please come in have a seat let's talk about this the difference between and yeah i'm gonna toot my horn and you can suck it if you don't like it i'm the only person i know of in my little social circle that will look at you dead square in the damn face and say i'm wrong you make a great point, and I can't argue that. Oh, if, I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I mean, prove, prove, prove me wrong, and I'll be happy to, 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 to look at anything. I mean, you know, the other but, thing that gets me about it is people do not realize that people's attitudes can change over time. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, we have seen a lot of primary figures in politics, people like Dave Rubin, for, you know, prime prime example, Larry Elder, you know, that – and these I'll, are I'll, – I'll use somebody that you always – I'll use Joe Biden as an example of somebody. Joe Biden. Perfect. You know, somebody you – know, because, you know – the big controversy about the thing that's still going on a little bit about the, you know, hey, listen, people forget, you know, these are the people that you have to work with at the time that you're in there. So, yeah, you I, may not want to rock the boat. I mean, yeah, you know, that's what that, I think that's what's happening to AOC. I'm, 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 I'm still. She's an idiot. Well, I'm collecting some more information on AOC because you know AOC is called Nancy Pelosi a racist. So <laughs> that's got that's got everybody up in, up in arms. You're that, a racist. But that's something we're gonna we'll play with a little bit later. <laughs> and which which is absolutely funny because that's the world in which we're living in. If somebody accuses you of being a racist without any actual proof, that doesn't make them a racist. That no. just means you have hidden racist tendencies, and they just have yet to come out to that. I say, ah, horseshit. Well, the word racist has got very, very racist. much. It, 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 it's too diluted and too complete. I mean – the true proper word of the word just doesn't work. So. Yeah, which is fine. It does happen. Not that big of a deal. But the minute, the minute somebody says something that disagrees with you overall as a principle and you get butt hurt and you start resorting to name calling, yeah, then what does that, that show for you? That doesn't show anything. That shows dick. Well, it just shows that, you know, that where it really shows that, you know, you don't have an argument. You know, so it's the same thing like, you know, we've had the issue here. You've had the issue with your other show. Oh, yeah. You know, you know somebody calls in because they got butt hurt because of something that was said, and they call into Facebook. Yeah. They immediately get your feed turned off or get you banned or whatever because they're upset because, oh, my God, and that's one person. I said, come on, people. I mean, and it, that's it, what it, the it, overall show is about, pretty much. I mean, everything yeah. from what we first talked about with Ben Shapiro all the way through Trump and all the way on up into, like, that the local scene, like, the people who are in charge, they don't want you to talk about your opinion. They don't want you to make it vocal. Because when you make it vocal, it becomes real. And that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. It is. It is. They, they, they do not. They do not want things to be. They don't want to have a dialogue. It's my idea or the highway. Period, and that's the problem. And that's one of the problems. That's the problem we got in Washington. You can't get all of them together in the same room long enough to sit down and make a, a legitimately 
decent compromise. Like I told you, you could put everything else for a ham sandwich out there in front of them. I mean, a simple ham sandwich, and they still would argue about something about the labeling on the mayonnaise. Well, and <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I do I do like ham sandwiches, but but it's sad. It is so so incredibly sad. I mean, and that uh, you've got that um, that the Rapino chick during that interview. Does not want to talk to anybody who disagrees with her. Right. She, she, what? She, yeah, she won't go on to any any, any of the conservative side of the world. I mean, which you know, if you're going to have a good debate, come on, both sides. I'm ready. Uh, one, one other note I'm waiting to see. You did see that Sean Hannity invited AOC for a whole hour on his show. I'm waiting to see if she actually takes I will, I will. I will run around here naked. Naked. Mark my words. You can mark this damn time. It's 1.01 p.m. <laughs> I will run around here naked if AOC appears on Sean Hannity. You got a better chance of getting that thing off of Gorbachev's head. <laughs> that ain't happening. It ain't happening. And it's sad. If, 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 it hap- if, if it happens, this is going to be an interesting show for a few minutes. We'll probably be banned uh, on Facebook, but it'll be an interesting show. I'll be number one on YouTube. Uh, shout out to Amy. Yeah. Miss you. Awesome. Okay, love I'm gonna, me some Amy. I, I'm gonna change gears on you. Again. All right. Okay. What you got? So the mayor of Chicago, the newly elected mayor of Chicago, by the way. Chi- Not this is from the Huffington Post. Chicago mayor yeah. permanently bans ICE from accessing police databases ahead of raids. And I'm gonna read the quick story for you. It says Mary Lori Lightfoot vowed to protect Chicago's immigrant. Enclaves by halting any police cooperation with with ICE. Right. Um, she says that they have permanently banned ICE from accessing Chicago police databases. A crock of shit. And that, and I'm paraphrasing, so I'm not going to go through the whole thing because it's kind of a lengthy article. Um, Chicago police will not team up with ICE in, in any way to detain or assist in any any enforcement activities. All right then. Um. And that, you know, that they will be permanently banned. Now, then it goes, the story goes on in to explain how if you've come up with the news that Trump said there was going to be some raids in the next, and he waited for like two weeks. Um, but here, here's where the problem kind of got me, and this is where I want everybody to stop and think about it for just a minute, you know. Um, You know, first thing is it's a permanent ban, but here, here's what really, really got me about this. Um, and I want to make sure I get the quote correct. Uh, they were talking to immigrant rights group in Chicago. And since you know, Chicago considers itself a sanctuary city, but they were actually trying to ban it where any agency under the Department of Homeland Security was permanently banned from any of their databases. Now, let me explain to you, or, or, or let me put an opinion out here for people to think about. Everybody has been affected by 9-11 in one way, shape, or form. When you start telling the federal government, and you've got a city the size of Chicago, that you're going to tell the Department of Homeland Security that they cannot have access to any database information, and you're trying to catch a terrorist cell, and if you believe... If you truly believe there are not any terrorist cells in the United States, please get out of fantasy land. Because I'm telling you, they're here. They have the FBI doesn't tell you how many attempts they foil every every year, mm-hmm. or how many people are caught every year doing terrorist activities. Um, the cells are here, but when you start permanently banning the federal government from it, it's just a matter of time before something happens. Now. That is a scary thought. If that's not a scary thought to you, then I don't know what to tell you. Go back and look at what happened in France when they had all the shootings go down in like two or three different cities at one time. You could have something of that scale in the United States. And then you've got cities that are refusing to cooperate with the federal government on any way, shape, or form mm-hmm. on anything. Right. Now, if that doesn't scare you, you need to be really thinking about that a minute. Well, okay, and we we will back this on up, all right? 
You got cities cutting people off from databases and shit like that. There's two ways you can go about that. You can go because they're prepping for the election because that is a part that is in the Constitution. You must be a legal U.S. citizen Mm -hmm. to vote, which I believe that is probably more of the case than need be. But my question to the mayor of Chicago is simply this. Why? Why do you... Why are you so whiskey-bent and hell-bound about shutting the government off from the databases of your residents, but you can't do anything about the murder rate in Chicago? Oh, that well... You can't do anything about the 13 murders that, that are still technically not solved. You're worried about illegal immigrants. And the thing about the whole ICE raid is ISIS, the hell out of here. ISIS said this whole whole Harley up front. You know they're not after, you know the people that's just here working. That's not who they're after. They're after actually the felony guys, the guys that are actually committing crime. And Amy brings up a really great point. The feds can work around all that shit, so you can put a stop to it all you'd like to, good buddy. But if the feds want that info, they're gonna get the info. Well. Yeah well, yeah, well, I'm not saying that they can't get the info. That's not it. But just the fact that you've got a city actually telling them. But yeah, And if something happens in Chicago, who's going to be screaming the loudest? We need help. We need federal money. We need this. Right. Them. They'll be the first one screaming, I won't help, after something happens. I turned on uh, YouTube down at the shop, and I was prepping and all that other shit. And there was this wonderful video that popped up, you know, said live, you know, to talk about – you know, the database and all that other shit. First words. Who the hell is that guy who, uh, the Judiciary Committee, you know, uh, that the really old-looking guy who looks like Steve Harvey, only, you know, not nearly as funny. He's He is an African-American guy, a short guy, but he heads up the whole shit. I'm talking about Elijah, well, I keep thinking Elijah Cummings, but I don't think that's who you're talking no, no, about. No. The first words out of this man's mouth, the very first, and I'm like, oh, shit, we're pulling out big guns on that one, is he's like, there are babies, there are children being yanked away from their parents because their parents need to be served, and they'll go to court, and they'll come back in a couple hours, and their babies will be gone. And I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't sound right. For, for some reason, there's a misconception. I don't understand yeah. why the misconception is. I mean, I'm, and, and this, I don't know how to explain. I mean, the easiest way to explain some of this stuff, and people people don't quite understand this. And I, I've never been to the border, so I'm not going to say this. But I can I can imagine I what this go. looks like. I won't go. Oh, I won't go. But here, here's the thing about it. I can imagine. Okay. They'll probably kill me. Th- think, think about having a doorway, and all of a sudden you've got, 8,000 people that show up, you've got 3,000 beds, and they're bringing everybody in the world, and you're trying to figure out where to put everybody. That's what ICE and them are facing right now. Well, yeah. And if you don't understand, I mean, I mean, and it has nothing to do with politics. That's, that's just the sheer number of what they're facing. And, you know, people talk about, well, their kids are getting separated and stuff like that. Okay. New name of parent, I've done it. That hasn't lost a child in a crowd. Sure. So, I mean, you know, and you're trying your hardest to find out, but then all of a sudden you got all these people that you don't know anything about, and there's been some stories out there. I'd have to look the stories up, but I saw one the but other day about, about them defense. actually using children, you know, the mules, as they call them, were actually giving people kids, unaccompanied minors. And everybody goes to the same stupid-ass defense. Everybody I've talked to on a local level. You know what they say? Why is everybody so concerned about what's going on there? We've got bigger problems to worry about, like what's going on in Flint, Michigan, and what's going on here and over there. And Peggy Sue's got twice as much money as I do. And Billy Bob's running around trying to pick up little boys and all this other shit. But no, we're worried about immigrants. Well, hold on, damn it. (laughs) Because the thing about immigrants is this. I mean, you're talking about. And this is a point a lot of people miss, I suppose, is like, you know, the census is getting ready to come out. Well, the law says that they're supposed to count everybody in the United States. That's what it says. Right. Okay. But what you don't understand, or a lot of people don't understand, is that this is how they do congressional districts. This is how they do funding. This is how they do a lot of the stuff that deals with money. And if you, I mean, it goes back all back to that old American green dollar. 
But that's how they do a lot of the stuff. A lot of the funding stuff and all that stuff is by these census things. That's where they get a lot of their information. That's crazy shit that you said that because that I watched this video about climate control yesterday. <laughs> and this man was on MSNBC and he said, no, climate control is not a real thing. He said, but, but, but you have all of these other avenues saying that it is. He goes, look, it's a man-made thing. No, it's not. The government gives out $2 million to create these census. And he goes, how do you think they continue to get this two point whatever million? They tell them what they want to hear. Yeah. I'm like, are you shitting me? I don't know how much of that I actually believe, and that's personally speaking. You, you want to have a little bit of fun. Don't fill out your census thing and have the census worker show up at your door because they will come into your house. Come to my sit, house. They will. They will come into your house and oh, sit shoot, down shoot. at your house and tell you in a heartbeat, well, I'm a federal agent. I have a right to be in here. I've, had, I've actually had them show up at my house because – That's not right. Oh, no, no. They just go and knock on the door with a little census tag, and this is like, you know, they come in and like, you know, hey, we need to count. You know, and they're like asking all these questions, and I'm like – and some of the stuff is like stupid. Like, how many times do you flush the toilet? Oh. The law says you're supposed to count. That's all it says. The law technically says you're supposed to say – how many people in the house? Five. Thank you, five. And that's it. That's all. But no, they've, I mean, the questionnaire is unreal how many people they got for the questionnaires. That again, you know, I'm not allowed to get um, oral coitus in Florida, but that's still something that happens, and I'll flush my damn toilet as many damn times as I see fit. Well, for you, luckily, they don't prosecute very much. That's right. Um, <laughs> but man, like, that is so light. That's bad. But it does come down to money. Oh, of course. And also it comes down to political districting and stuff like that. That that That's one of the things that they're looking for. We need to sit there and we need to just – we need to really do some serious internal looking and really look at who is in office and then ask ourselves, okay, I, I, do I, we really got the best people? I've got to the point that I'm a, I'm a firm believer in term limits. I mean, I've got to work. Get your I, ass on that. That's I'm, what our Convention of States was on. I've also got I've also got into, and this is just a thing. I mean, I think that they need to do something with the judiciary and quit giving them up lifetime appointments. Also, oh, you need to quit giving them a paycheck or, after they're done. Or if you're going, or if you're going to give them, no, I don't have a problem with the retirement thing. But I'm I do. About, but I'm talking about it. No, I don't have a problem with the retirement thing. But my question is, is also, why don't they rotate the judges on the benches? And what I mean by that is that, you know, if you're going to do lifetime appointments, okay, but then this judge is allowed to be on certain, certain circuit court for, you know, 10 to 12 years. And, yeah. then, they, and then he has to move to another circuit. He has to do something. Well, that way that it changes the makeup of the courts. Because some of these now. places, people stay in the same places for 25 or 30 years. Oh, well, I mean... Yeah, you got, that's got to get old. You, well, but they're they're stabilized or set. And I mean, I'm like, you know, why don't we why don't we change it up a little bit? You know, because the issues that's happening in Florida are different than the issues that's happening in California are different than the issues that's happening in right. Iowa. I mean, and people, you know, you, you can't as much as the United States. It's still a regional and a state issues on certain things. No, I agree. Uh, we got about 15 minutes left. We're going to switch gears to uh, local news, which I absolutely positively love because I enjoy what's going on in my own damn city. Oh, yeah. Uh, there is currently, if I can get this stupid-ass page to freaking load up. <clears throat> I know STLR is a part of a backpack drive. That's right. They're going to try to get like, two or 300 <laughs> backpacks for the underprivileged kids. Good for you. I like it. As well, it damn well should be. It's nice to see people like STLR as well as Mr. Soda, uh, Brandon Soda, doing a backpack drive. Awesome. Good. Good. Let's start worrying about the kids and things of that nature. <clears throat> but you just never know, and that's... There was also a story that I'm trying to pull up. Bastards. <laughs> Westfield, Sarasota, down to three places to eat in the food court. Oh, yes. Yeah, I read that. Awesome. <laughs> Good job. Jesus. Now they're talking about, I actually think the story went on and said that they were talking about maybe just getting rid of the mall and making it into apartments. Of course they are. <coughs> Why? Because they're freaking dicks. <laughs> but we switched gears to Venice. 
Woo! Motherfucker, here we go. Story titled, Venice Council Member Faces Ethics Charge Over Background Search. Venice resident Dawn Company is filing an ethics violation charge against Venice City Council Member Bob Daniels. No relation. No relation. (laughs) No relation. (laughs) Because he used his city-issued iPad to conduct a background search on Dawn through the website radius.com. What the hell's a radius? Not sure. Boy, you need to look that up. Uh, Daniels then emailed the results to his wife's private email, something that planned the results of the city public email website server. Mm, Okay, fine. The board member of the group Hands Along the Water found out that the search was being or the search was checked from another document on the city server. In addition to the ex- ethics complaint, she planned to attend the August 27th Venice City Council meeting and ask him to resign. I need to go to that. I love seeing that shit. <laughs> I I love holding Boy, if you holding a local politician accountable, you need to let me know. I'm all about that. Wednesday, she sent Daniels an email asking why he would use city resources to research an online database site on a private citizen. She copied both. Uh, yeah, she copied both of those and sent it to Mayor John Holistic, okay. the, uh, that the mayor of Venice and city attorney. Kelly Fernandez. Back that shit on up and send it right on over to them. Did it say why they did the search is my question. I mean, was there... that, that I couldn't really. Uh... I mean, because I, I haven't heard why they supposedly searched this gentleman. Hmm. Well, Mr. Company, you said, right? Uh, yes. Or chimpanzees. That's what it <laughs> looks like. So I'm I want to see what's getting on for this. I want to see what's up. Bet your ass. August 27th, we need to go to that. I, wa- I want to know what the hell happened. Well, dang, the fireworks displays are gone now. I mean, we could have bought some of those so we could, like, shoot them off. With the- yeah, but it's like, that's my question. It's like, if people are using illegal shit to look at other people. Well, no, it's not illegal. It's illegal to look the person up in an official capacity without a reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, shout out to Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I mean that's what happened. My bad. <laughs> Shit, I don't, I don't, I don't get it myself. But I'm not in office, so I don't got to answer for anything. This weather, this weather is absolutely gone to shit again. They're good, saying it's supposed to improve. Good job. I could have been riding my motorcycle today, but that didn't happen because <laughs> because it was all mine's downstairs. <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Is there anything fun to do this weekend? Well, let's see what the Bradenton Herald has, and we can deem whatever we seem fit necessary for fun. I, mean, I got one more if you want something that's more of a local flavor that we can okay. get somebody all up in the air about. Sure. Um, according to U.S. News, uh, a former Florida deputy was arrested for planting drugs on drivers. Ha! He was just arrested. It's not local. This happened in Jackson County. Why does that not surprise me? Uh, well, I can't hear you for one. Oh, okay. All right. Now I can. All right. Back, uh, back yeah. on track. Yeah. Like I said, you know, uh, oh, there we go. A, a former deputy was arrested for planting drugs during traffic stops. He was arrested by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. I didn't really think that was ever a real thing, but now that just kind of makes me shake my head. Oh, I, in shame. I, I, I'm not going to say that it doesn't happen because I mean, you know, hey, you've always got bad bad apples and every everything. Um, hmm. But it sounds like he was stopping people for minor traffic infractions and then planting drugs on them. Oh, that's awesome! And then charging for them. him. So they've got like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I said. I mean, 120 cases between 2016 and 2018. Now this did happen in Jackson County, which is in the Panhandle. Uh, 
but he has been arrested. He has been arrested for that, uh, and they're talking about the fallout of what happened. So sometimes people talk about, "Hey, this stuff was planted on them." You know, "Hey, there's a you know, not gonna say that it doesn't happen." But he, uh, his name is Wester. He is facing fifty-two felony counts for racketeering, official misconduct, fabrication of evidence, possession of cold substance, and false imprisonment, as well as misdemeanor perjury, possession of controlled substance, and possession of drug paraphernalia. Hmm. So everybody says that, you know, one of the things I always got, you know, that nothing ever happens. And this, this actually, this investigation was initiated by his department and turned over to FDLE. Hmm. So there are people actually watching. So all the people that think that it doesn't happen, it does happen. I'm trying to see if this other story uh, in Tampa about a carjacking suspect was beaten to death after he alleged stole a vehicle with three children on the what, inside. What, what I, was it in Tampa? I didn't think it was in Florida. Oh, well, but, but yeah, that, I, I, the hyphen on it says Florida. Oh, sorry. That's the call letters. I guess this happened in Philadelphia about, about 9 yeah. o'clock on Thursday night. Yeah, I read about that story. That's very interesting. The uh, Beat his ass. No, they, well, the, the story about it was is that the uh, the there was a woman involved. She pulled up. They've got there's three kids in the car. She walks inside where her boyfriend is working. He's working at some shop. She's there for a few moments. Uh, the guy, he's in his 50s. He jumps into the vehicle and takes off. The boyfriend, who is actually the father of two of the two of the three kids in the car, he runs the car down. Right. Gets gets the car, gets the car, gets stopped, um, gets hot up in traffic. He snatches the guy out. They get into a fight. Well, as they're getting into the fight, he gets a little bit of help. Now, the story I read was anywhere between five and twenty people were helping, and uh, that's a rough one. They commenced to have a serious physical altercation to the point that, you know, when the paramedics arrive, they picked him up and they run him to the local hospital. Well, when he winds up at the local hospital, uh, he is pronounced dead. Well, bye-bye. Shouldn't have been carjacking. That's that's kind of the way you read the story is, you know, hey, if he hadn't bothered to carjack the car, it probably wouldn't have happened to him to begin with. Facts. All right, guys, we are going to call it for this wonderful Friday edition of the Sun Coast on Point. We will be back here on Tuesday. If you have anything you want us to say, please. I mean, we we are more than happy to try to find topics. Absolutely. Anything that anybody wants to talk about. Uh, We want to give a shout-out to everybody who watched, who shared. If you didn't, screw you. That's fine. And... uh, We'll be back here on Tuesday, same bad time, same bad channel. Watch the weather, guys. I mean, supposedly it's supposed to improve, but we will see. I know the storm's not coming to us, so please think for for those poor people in Louisiana that it's going to wind up getting hit. Absolutely. But I am Johnny Christ with Tommy D. Have a good one. Peace. Have a great weekend, guys. Tranquility.